Yes, welcome to On The Pace for a Thursday morning as the build-up continues towards New South Wales Breeders' Challenge Night on Saturday. Five Group 1s in total on the 10-race card, four Breeders' Challenge Group 1s for the 2- and 3-year-olds, and we'll also see the running of this year's Len Smith Mile for the open class paces. Tonight, we have Penrith Racing, so in the more immediate future, now that's what we have to look forward to. We had Bathurst last night, and uh, Jared Orchard and Cam Hart continued on this amazing run that they're having with their juveniles with an early double uh, and they took training and driving on as last night at Bathurst tonight at Penrith uh, we have to look forward to that card of racing nine races the first gets underway at 6.15 the second round rankings of the uh, 2021 tab into dominion were released yesterday not a great deal of change at the top end but there were a few notable omissions uh, amazing dream won't be heading to the into dominion she's been officially withdrawn as has stylish memphis of course this year's ladyship mile winner she won't be coming across and when it comes to the trotters red hot tooth was another that has been officially scratched. She has retired, so she won't be contesting any more races uh, and certainly not the Inter-Dominion. If you missed the news earlier today as well, in regards to the Inter-Dominion, New Zealand have officially uh, withdrawn from that rotation and Queensland will be joining the ID rotation going forward. So we have New South Wales to host the Inter-Dominion later this year. Victoria will take over in 2022 and then Queensland will host the Inter-Dominion in 2023. Let's chat about Saturday night in a little bit more depth now because it is a super card of racing uh, and those Group 1 finals, they all look to be hotly contested. And as you would assume, Luke McCarthy has a very strong book of drives there for not only in a few of those Breeders' Challenge finals, but he also drives a favourite in the Lensmith Mile in Expensive Ego. And he's been kind enough to find a little bit of time for us this morning here on On The Pace. Thanks for that, Luke. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Brittany. Really well. Good stuff. I bet you're looking forward to Saturday night. It's been a long series, but this Breeders' Challenge will all culminate on Saturday evening and you have a few good chances as well. Yeah, it's always a um, great weekend of racing when you know, all the all the good juveniles you know, come to Sydney from across the state and you know, they're really strong fields and... Um, you know, especially with the Lensmith Mile being on as well. So it's just a, a great card of racing. Do you like the position of the Breeders' Challenge now? Of course, it's been shuffled back a little bit uh, and the change in season has a little bit to do with that. But do you think it's advantageous for not only the two-year-olds but also the three-year-olds to have maybe a little bit of a mid-season break? Oh, definitely. It's, um, you know, it works out really well. Um, just gives that little bit more time you know, for the horses to mature and... and um, yeah, like just to, to, yeah, the weather's better. It's, yeah, it's just a really good time to have it. Let's have a chat about a few of the major plays. You've got a, a good book of drives. We won't go through all of them, but when it comes to the group ones, you'll drive Barroom Banter in the three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. He's looking to do the double after he was successful in last year's two-year-old division. He tasted defeat for the first time at Menangle last week, but I would assume you weren't disappointed at all in that effort to park out in 150. Oh, I thought he was super. Yeah, he went really good, Brittany. I sort of... Um you know, Tishan Raiders going so well. He led and beat Captain Crusader to start before going 152. And I figured I couldn't sit, couldn't cross him out of the gate. So I just sort of worked forward and sit outside him and, 
um, you know, and then they've come out and gone 150 flat. So, you know, both horses have gone fantastic and, you know, the times are there. So, you know, they've got to be two of the major chances, you know, with Captain Crusader for the final. The 12 gate is not kind, and I guess an important piece of information that you just mentioned was the fact that you didn't think that you could cross Titian Raider last week. This week, again, everything's drawn inside you, including Titian Raider and Captain Crusader. What's your thought process as to where you think you'll be in the run? Oh, it's a horror draw, Brick. You know, you, he can't cross them from out there, obviously. Um, but, you know, he's going to have to put himself in the race at some stage, um, you know, which will be hard too because if they go on 150, you know, it is hard to make that move. But, look, um, the horse is really well and he, he races so well at Menangle and um, just, yeah, hope for, hope for a little bit of luck and, and um, he should go good. Who do you think leads the race? Titian Raider and Captain Crusader look as though they'll be the, the main two contesting that position. Do you think Captain Crusader has the speed to, to lead Titian Raider? You've driven him a fair bit. Maybe. Um, it sort of... Yeah, I, I, I'd sort of have him on par, I thought, for gate speed, but, you know, Ricky's likely to have a, a pretty strong crack to make sure he puts himself in a good spot. He's also looked really sharp last week. Um, you know, and even if he didn't lead, they'd probably stride up enough where he'd nearly maybe get the back of Tisha Raider. So, you know, you'd expect them two to burn out a little bit for that first sort of 300 metres and um, to try and get themselves in the best spot. And hopefully that's of advantage to you. We move across to the Tabland Smith Mile and on paper it looks to be a really good draw for Expansive Ego. We know that he's not the most brilliant horse off the arm and there's a stack of real high gate speed runners around you but he proved last time out that he's just so versatile. I thought his first up performance was fantastic and sectionally uh, to come off cover in that quick closing 400 metres uh, he was really impressive. Yeah, we're really happy with the draw, Brittany. And, um, yeah, at least he just settled handy somewhere. Obviously, there is a lot of gate speed in the race, um, particularly a few of the wider ones. Um, but he'll, yeah, he was sort of hold his spot as best we can early. I was wrapped to drive him with a sit uh, first up from the spell. Like, he's, you know, a lot of the times he chairs up or leads, but he's, I think he's actually as good, if not better, with a sit. So, look, he's turned into a really good racehorse now. He's versatile. If he has to put himself in the race and go to the breeze, you know he can do that from the chariots and the Miracle Mile. But if the race is run upside down and after driving with a sit, he goes just as good that way. So he's really well and we're looking forward to the weekend. Yourself and Belinda also have Spirit of St. Louis and Altra Orlando engaged and they probably look two of the main dangers to expensive ego. Spirit of St. Louis has been flying. His sectionals have been amazing so he will really appreciate a solid tempo and Ultra Orlando is probably one of the horses in the race that is a genuine proven grand circuit performer yeah they're both going really well Lewis has smashed the clock in his last two starts and come from bad positions so you know from that draw you'd think he'd just work into a nice spot in the running line um, he's been finishing off really well Ultra Orlando's you know that natural gate speed horse he can he always goes forward and puts himself in a good position and, you know, he's proven at this level. So, look, they're good chances. It's just an overall good, strong field. Like, Burnham Boy was good last week. Ignatius is a great horse. 
Um, I thought lineup was good in his trial and first up, Black Prince and Steven, and then Grimos two are both going really well. So, you know, it's a very good field. Um, yeah, it's certainly not a pushover for Ego, and, you know, you'll have to beat his best to win it. Yeah, absolutely. But his best is very, very good. You only have to cast your mind back to his chariots of fire performance when he parked out in sub 49. Over to the two-year-old fillies at Breeders' Challenge. And again, no luck with the barrier draw here in the Breeders' Challenge finals with Silk Cloud. I thought she was nearly the run of the semifinals when she was second behind Madrid a fortnight ago. She's now part of your team and no doubt just looking uh, at how she was through the heat and semi-final. She's had that little bit more time to settle into the system. Were you as happy uh, with that semi-final as it looked? Yeah, really happy with it, Brittany. I sort of like thought if we'd have drawn, you know, ahead of Madrid and Captain Queen, you know, we're a massive chance of winning the race. Um, but from out there, they look like they've got a big advantage on the draw and Madrid went 52, so, you know, it's going to be hard to make up that ground, but, you know, she seems really well in herself and um, hopefully we can just sort of slot in midfield somewhere and, you know, she'll be getting home good. She looks to be quite versatile. She has won from, you know, up on speed. She's been able to come off pace. She won that pink bonnet doing a lot of work over the concluding stages. What do you think her best pattern of racing is? Well, ideally it would have been nice to have drawn good and just sit on Madrid. I think that would suit her down the ground but um, unfortunately we're out in Barry 9 so you know, we might have to do a bit of work. If I could sort of get in handy a little bit it'd be nice but yeah, just a little bit tricky from the draw. That's race number eight the last of the group ones on Saturday night. You've got a lot of other drives in undercard races but I quickly wanted to ask you about Muscle Factory. He must be a little bit frustrating this horse because yourself Belinda and the team all know how great he can be but he's just not helping himself at the moment is he a bit of a head scratcher at the present time he might want his um might want gelding Brittany. <laughs> um, he's just he's been a bugger he missed the start we put double shortness on him and then a you know, head check and he was good the run previously and then he you know, he just made a mistake again the other night so just becoming a little bit of a headache and just giving away that advantage at the start but I'm going to try something different this week and hopefully he behaves himself. And, you know, the start before when I went back on him out of 10, he rocketed home behind the group here and run fourth was to run of the race. So, you know, he, he's going well. He just can't afford to do that um, little skip he's been doing at the start and give away ground. Yeah, and he's drawn out wide as well on Saturday night, so it'll be a real chase if he doesn't come out of the circle safely. Appreciate your time this morning, Luke. A few really good chances in some feature races on Saturday night. Quickly before I let you go, just a quick update on King of Swing. He's great, Brittany. He had 10 days off after the Vic Cup, and he, yeah, he'll just train up now and just be purely set for the Inters, but he, he's really thrived with the short freshen up and we're uh, really looking forward to the series. Super. Appreciate your time this morning, Luke, and best of luck on Saturday. Thanks, Bert. Luke McCarthy there this morning. So he's got several key Group 1 chances on Saturday night at Menangle, headlined by Expensive Ego in that Tab Lensmith mile. He's already 
a multiple group one winner and as a four-year-old this is his opportunity to get a win in open class company so that's on the pace for this thursday best of luck to all involved in saturday night's group ones it's certainly the pinnacle of the sport and for the owners trainers drivers and importantly the breeders who have uh, crafted these wonderful paces best of luck and hopefully success comes your way tomorrow morning mick gear will be aboard at 10 30 to find some winners and if you're wanting to catch some extended coverage of saturday night's breeders challenge make sure you tune into sky racing active with myself ryan Phelan will be out on track and fred hastings of course behind the microphone and no doubt you'll be able to pick up a bit of that coverage here on Sky Sports Radio as well. Just a reminder tonight's Penrith and nine races on that card. Thanks for joining us this morning for On The Pace.